you doing, everybody? Welcome to episode 42 of the Harmonics Podcast. We got a fun one for you today. First of all, we got uh, uh, a couple regular jerks here, uh, Aaron and John. Hey, professional jerks. Um, but a more professional jerk, we have Mr. Chris Rogopoulos joining us. I perfected the art. Hey, it's good to be here. <laughs> and Chris, uh, what what is your title? Uh, my title. We're gonna start with that. No, I, yeah. I yeah, name uh, drop a little sure. bit. People will uh, listen more intently. I am the vice president of strategy and business development. Wow. Those are, that's is, that, is, that, is that vague enough for he you? He just yep. plays RTS games all day and then plays business games all day. VP yes. of StarCraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, completely no relation to Alex Rogopoulos. No, just happens to be a coincidence. <laughs> There's a lot of Rogopoulos's in Cambridge, Massachusetts. We're life partners. <laughs> well, not untrue. Well, it's out there Massachusetts. now. It's out there now. Is this the second podcast in a row we've talked about gay marriage in Massachusetts? We've talked a lot about We're Massachusetts proud of it. gay marriage. We're proud of it. I'm yeah. happy about it. No, I'm, not, I'm not belittling it. I'm just saying it's a little, it's a weird topic to continually <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, I'm excited about it. It does belittle it, though, if you're brothers that are trying to marry. <laughs> That's not that the whole as it is Alabama. Right. Well, well, oh, we love Alabama. Uh, do we? The yeah. band, yeah. Right, I'm talking about the band. What were you talking about? <laughs> um, so yes, Chris, uh, we actually work a ton with Chris, which is a lot of fun. Um, but uh, he's a man of Drake. Um, <laughs> Drake, what are you smirking about over there? Having a pope down, you keep a straight face. <laughs> it is fun. I, I, so, I yeah. like it. No, and we and we've done we've done quite a bit lately. Uh, the Game Informer article actually just launched today while we're recording this. As we're recording, um, a couple days recording. ago, as you're listening, and I'm yeah. going to read it. On yeah, the, yeah. We're just this gonna, podcast. Yeah. Like a we're gonna um, reenact it. And then the uh, the last episode of the podcast was actually 100 percent inspired by stats that Chris That's provided right. us. So. Chris is a very stats driven man. He uh, you basically run a DLC business. Would you say that's that's a good, that's good way to? That's one of my responsibilities do? is to is to manage the DLC business, make sure that everybody in the community is happy. Yeah. It's very easy. You guys are, <laughs> you guys, you know, they're always happy. Never a bad word to say about harmonics. They're always happy with the DLC <laughs> we release each week. Uh, so yeah, that's the worst. Well, let's talk about that. Let's let's get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Um, we are now an independent studio, so part of your job was getting us uh, transitioned away from um, MTV Games, right? Viacom. Right. That was a process. So I'm interested in how. <laughs> Thanks, Drake. Sorry about that. Specifically to the DLC business, how that has changed now that we're independent. Now that you're running that. Well, yeah, sure. Um, you know, MTV was uh, a valuable partner for a number of years for Harmonix and picking music and and, have, and helping us uh, with relationships with with uh, labels and artists and and publishers, which yeah, I'm sure was invaluable for everyone. But now we just have to kind of learn to do it on our own. And, and so, I mean, uh, fortunately, we have a lot of momentum in in that space, and we can continue to do what we've always done. Uh, we also brought um, you know one person over from MTV to continue to help with that. Yep. Um, Cheryl Gay Bauer, and she's she's been great. Um, so uh, we're just you know continuing to to beat the drum of releasing DLC every week, and we I don't think any of us see any end in sight for that. You know, as long as people keep buying it, we'll keep making it. And you know, so far things. Uh, you know, aside from the PlayStation Network problem, uh, yes, our, totally our PS users are not uh, buying it right now. But uh, hopefully, that'll be fixed. That'll maybe, uh, yeah, it's like a bonanza. It's like stuff didn't come. It's like <laughs> living in northern Canada. I'm sure stuff comes out there eventually. You get it all, whole, all at once a year later. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, delivered we're, we're, by dog sled. <laughs> so we're we're doing that ourselves now, and uh, and. You know, I think I mentioned this in the article. Um, mm-hmm. You know, most of what people saw on, in DLC through the early part of this year was stuff that was already, you know, kind of queued up in the pipeline at, towards the end of last year. And I think the stuff that is coming out in May, which I think we're psyched to talk about, 
is is some of the stuff that is is you know it's the fruit of the efforts that kind of the independent harmonics has was was kind of laying the groundwork for in the first quarter of this year. And so, That's awesome. Do you think it'd be safe you. safe to say? Um, we can move into the actual announcing what we've got in a bit, but uh, sort of the strategy going forward is is going to be tied a little bit more uh, to uh, album releases or relevant like relevant music artist events. music events. Yeah, artist events, music events. Uh, I can't I can't say for sure like more or less. I know that you know in the past we've done some of that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we definitely, we definitely want, you know, we, we work with the artist community. We have to. I mean, it's their music. And, um, you know, we, we are in, consul- in consultation with them constantly about, you know, with the labels, you know, what's coming out, what's, what's hot on their radars. And, and ultimately, the stuff that we want to go and, and, and get and bring the DLC platform for Rock Band is, is, is totally tied into, you know, what their their marketing initiatives are and the types of things that they're focused on. Like, so let's talk about May for a second. Yep. Uh, May, we've got a great slate of DLC content. We've got Foo Fighters coming, uh, you know, next week. Um, details will be released shortly. Oh, we can announce those right now because this will be out after the announcements well, are Why don't out, you so. tell us exactly what's coming? The Foo Fighters so songs excited. that will be coming out on the 10th of May. So that's mm. next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. It's a four-pack We've got The Long Road to Ruin, Rope, Stacked Actors, and Walk. Right, and so that, that four-pack has two tracks from the new album, Wasting Light, which, you know, the Foo Fighters are really on top of the rock world right now, and that album just shot right up to number one on the Billboard 200 uh, when, it, when, it, uh, you know, when it came out, which is, uh, you know, which is great. So two tracks from the new album, plus, you know, you mentioned uh, Long Road to Ruin and Stacked Actors, which are two of their... Um, hit singles from you know previous albums, and so that should be a great four pack for Foo Fighters fans. And there's two pro upgrades to existing catalog tr- DLC from from the Foo Fighters. Right, there so are. For well, first of all, base, Rope includes yeah. uh, pro guitar and bass right. uh, upgrade. But you're right; there are two previous um, released tracks that were upgrading to pro guitar and bass: Monkey Wrench and The Pretender, which are both awesome songs. Those are, yeah, those are huge. A lot of highly requested stuff. Yeah. Huge, so yeah. Uh, you know, Rope's an interesting one too because the Foo Fighters aren't aren't um, always. You know, they're, they're not as much of a guitar solo-driven mm-hmm. band. I mean, and this has some really interesting guitar solo work in there, which you don't hear from them a lot, so that could be really fun for... Well, and the reintegration like, of Pat, Pat Schmier back into the band, and there's, I mean, a yeah. whole bunch of... They now have three guitarists playing all the time. And I'm sure that helps. So they're... Yeah, so the album... I've been listening to the album. It's, it's good, so I'm um, looking forward to that pack. And then, you know, we have uh, some other great stuff coming. We have uh, the following week... The following week, which this has not been announced anywhere. Exclusive. Exclusive, Exclusive. to the Harmonics right here. podcast. You heard it here. Regardless <laughs> of the episode number. Foo Fighters, you heard it here third. <laughs> this news, you heard it here first. Late Eric, lay it on us, Eric. This is actually, well, I've been as excited for this as your other announcements. Um, putting out a Pantera four-pack. Boom. Um, so the tracks are Five Minutes Alone, I'm Broken, Mouth for War, and Walk. Walk and Five Minutes Alone both have pro guitar and bass upgrades. Some killer Pantera. Super killer. Um, so is that five? Oh, no, never mind. I'm trying to... I'm, that's a yeah. lot of pro guitar upgrades. Yeah. That's two weeks, though. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is... Right. This will be coming out on the 19th, this Pantera four-pack. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, and there's sort of a story with that. I, I think you could uh, maybe talk a little bit about it. Which story is that? Well, where... <laughs> I've been keeping tabs on this because Vulgar Display of Power was one of my favorite albums growing up. Um, I'll, let you tell, I'll let you tell the story. When I was a, wee, so a wee angry child. <laughs> um, so 
pretty much since I had access to our harmonics licenses spreadsheet that, that, that everyone would love to look at, um, I had been looking at the vulgar display of power yeah. requests. There's been two bands. There was Pantera and <laughs> the there was Clash. The Clash. <laughs> That's all you ever cared about. <laughs> um, and for pretty much forever, vulgar display of power was listed as unable to find the masters. Which happens a lot with with yeah. with bands, yeah, especially that's older one of the stuff. problems we run into sometimes. Is people are like, "Why don't you get that band?" Yeah. It's like, well, the, the the storage room where they stored their tapes burned down ten years ago. <laughs> They're in right. some grandma's basement in a storage container. No one can find <laughs> right. that grandma's keys. Yeah, yeah. that can happen. Um, so Man. I had it eventually just resolved that I would never get those in rock band. And, and we put out other Pantera earlier because yes. we were like, "Well, we can't find that, but we have some good Pantera. We can put that out." And some of the fan reaction was. These songs are good, but I want some other songs, yep. and they're not available, so that's annoying. I want all the Pantera all yeah. of the time. And, may- and maybe the point you're trying to make is that if there's a certain band or song that you really want in rock band, never say never. Exactly. Straight up. Um, so that's super that's exciting. That's some interesting musings on that, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to subtly hint at some things, even though I'm actually not. There's, there's no, sub- there's no substance yeah. behind it. <laughs> Welcome to the community oh, team. God. That's what we, we do just, all day. We just I'm hinting at something ba- really big. We just love baiting people. It's going to be huge. <laughs> With no real payoff. Um, yeah. we, we don't have any DLC lined up uh, <laughs> past May. Anyway. We're still working on that. Hand to mouth. Well, that same week as Pantera, the week of the 19th, you've also, you've, you already uh, mentioned this in oh, the Game Informer article. Yeah. So, yeah, Peter Frampton's Do You Feel Like We Do, which, you know, uh, it's like you can choose between playing that or the endless set list, whichever one you think you might have the time for. You know, it's like this epic, um, I guess it's 13 minutes long wow. in Rock Band. Uh. And... With like, you know, do not put that on the consoles for the road. I do not want to put <laughs> that song in the middle of it's an event. Have to go home, and someone's like, "One more song." It's going like to be do. right after Freebird. Ugh, kill myself. Yeah, no, it's long, but it's it's so it's really it's super fun. Um, and it's a song I used to love when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So. Seminal suburban double sided. Yeah, as as Wayne's World taught us, yeah. if you're in the suburbs, you were issued that album. Yeah, totally. So, um, so I'm really looking forward to that coming to uh, Rock Band and. And, uh, you know, it was a great, great track. So Bust out your talk yeah. box. Here comes Peter like Frank. Yeah, and your <laughs> giant inflatable pigs. Yes, I made that joke yesterday. Yeah. No one got <laughs> it. That's what I was going to say. Like, people, people that maybe skew a little younger than Chris Rogopoulos might think of The Simpsons. Everybody and, uh, skews younger than Chris <laughs> <laughs> uh, his, his appearance on The Simpsons and the whole storyline with the inflatable pig. The cannon that shoots Homer in the stomach yeah. right. as a cannonball. I was hoping yeah. Aaron would follow up because Aaron is our Simpsons expert. I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what that show I'll is. I'll go toe-to-toe with him. Um, I'll go toe-to-toe with you. Further in the okay. month, we won't okay. get into specifics. There are a lot of other big... Uh, yeah, so, you know, we like to mix it up in terms of genre and style. And wiki, so, wiki. we uh, <laughs> we, uh, we just... <laughs> we don't have a sound effects budget. I got to throw this in there. <laughs> So Lady Gaga is coming back to rock band, uh, which, which is uh, you know, a little bit can be controversial. Some people don't think that that's rock music. I we, I think it's hard to disagree with that. But super fun in the game, and a lot of people, you know, the last time Lady Gaga came to rock band, sold really well, mm-hmm. and people loved it. And we do, you know, at times on occasion try to listen to the people that play rock band and uh, bring back <laughs> stuff that they like. So uh, Lady Gaga is releasing a new album. Uh, May 23rd, Born This Way. And so, yeah, I'm not going to say much more about it. The details will be coming (laughs) on on the DLC front, but uh, later this uh, this month we'll see some some more Gaga tracks, which 
is great. And, and that comes back to what you were saying earlier about working with artists. You know, I mean, this is, it makes sense for us to release those tracks now that this album's coming out. And, yeah. And uh, which brings me to the other big announcement Do for it, May, man. which is Ozzy Osbourne, which, yes. uh, you know, I think, you know, I'm pretty psyched about that too. Um, What's uh, he got going on? Ozzy's re-releasing two of his... Um, two of his great solo albums, uh, Diary of a Madman and Blizzard of Oz. There's some pretty good tracks on those albums. <laughs> yeah. People may have heard of them. Yes. Uh, so uh, those are being re-released, you know, just as, you know, I think uh, remastered recordings for people to buy as music. But, of course, you know, whenever we can, we try to bring great music to rock band, and we saw an opportunity to work with, with uh, Ozzy Osbourne's camp to to also put some, some of that music on rock band as DLC. And it's I think it's going to be amazing uh, for for rock band DLC fans to download that, and I'll be I'll be first in line. So, can you say whether or not people get to be playing uh, Randy Rhodes parts on the uh, guitar? I I don't know guitar if that God, level Randy of detail Rhodes. has been fully disclosed at this I point. Think there's at but least one track. There might be more than one track. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Yeah. No. <laughs> Can't say for sure. Can't say. Wow. Can't say that for was sure. a deadly <laughs> silence. Was, yeah. A tumbleweed just blew <laughs> across the table in the Oof. podcast room. Uh, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. Sure. No. Well, you shouldn't sense. be surprised no matter what the case is. <laughs> you put the schedule together. You'd, you'd, you'd be surprised how surprised I can be. Yes. And um, people are complaining about Lady Gaga. Don't forget, there's just as many people requesting Lady Gaga as there are people who yeah. may complain about it. And yeah. it's going to be a really important musical event in May. So, uh, preemptive, shut your holes from me about that. <laughs> and and any time ever that we're yes. on the road. Bad Romance, hands yeah. down, is probably the most, most... Yeah, Poker yeah. Face as well. Like, the most played tracks that people... People like to perform those. Like, that's an aspect of rock band. Like, I know people can make the argument, this song isn't rock, but, like, the whole performance aspect is, is actually pretty important for people having parties, if you're yeah. doing events. And look, it's important music, and it's... And I think it's... Relevant. It's good music. Whether you don't even say it's rock and roll or not, yeah. I mean, I think certainly the attitude is rock and roll, but more importantly, like... It's good music, and we get asked for a lot of things that are more traditionally rock and roll yeah. that are really not good music, guys. So, like, this is good music. Lady well, Gaga, in particular, actually is one of those examples that we talk about all the time of, yeah. I'd never, ever listened to yeah. her before. It was in rock band, and I, like, not only did I listen to her, I'm like, this is, a, I, I enjoy this. This yeah. is fun. Well, to, to that point, I, I submit that we rename rock band uh, Good Music Band. Yeah, <laughs> good. I'm <laughs> done with that. <laughs> Because um, even like since you the heard it here of, first, the official <laughs> rebranding since the launch of RB One, like it's never been just rock bands. There's been punk bands. Yeah. There's been hip hop. There's been funk. There's like a, a million different subgenres. Good music band is actually my inverse Good Charlotte cover band. Oh wow! <laughs> so, okay. Oh, so you actually play good music? Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get cover band. before we get too far away from the specifics of our DLC, uh, there are a couple other singles we didn't say um, that we can confirm uh, coming out on the tenth. Uh, it will be Run DMC's King of Rock. Yes, straight. Oh. I am so excited about that. It's called I, Rock Band, guys. Right, no, King no of Run Rock. DMC. There's a whole guitar part. It's throughout. all about rock. Shut guitar part throughout. Up. <laughs> King of Rock. There is none higher. Sucker MCs should call me sire. That's Snap. A, Air yes. Pope dropping his mad <laughs> hip hop cred. Spoken, I really like Run DMC. Spoken guys. word. That's, there are too um, many laces on your snaps. shoes for you to like Run DMC. That's true. <laughs> They're not even Adidas. Um, Charlton. Uh, the other one that I actually think could be a sleeper hit for this pack. Here we go. Been talking about it all. Week I've been long. talking about it all day, all week. Could not um, care less, but you keep talking. About it. People are going to care. Uh, Lordy makes their debut on Rock Band with their song "Hard Rock Hallelujah." All right. Lordy, who, if you think you don't know them, you probably have seen a YouTube video of them. They oh, yeah. look like Guar. Yeah. They wear crazy costumes, like creature. 
zombie monster costumes, yeah. like uh, like platform war. boots, like war, a lot like war. Yeah, but their music, um, it's not like not war. like war so no. much. Um, they won, or at least were uh, featured in the 2006 Eurovision contest, which is like I don't know if you guys know about Eurovision, but in Europe, it's basically like a continent-wide American Idol. So each country has a band or an artist that represents them. Uh huh. It's pretty crazy. Uh, so I think that's actually going to be really big. Yeah, we'll check they're back. A, they're a Finnish metal band. Finland, yep, from Finland. Um, and we actually sing in English. Same thing. Uh, after after you had recommended and suggested that they were going to be like the the sleeper hit of the week, like I, I went to YouTube <laughs> to check it out, and that that video for that single has 15 million views. Yeah. Popular. Which is staggering. So I so hope maybe Chris will provide us with some stats uh, like a month after the fact, and we'll probably see. Probably not. <laughs> nope. Probably not. Fifteen million downloads. Need to know. Only. <laughs> Need to know. Um, but we wanted to talk about stats. You're a very stats-driven guy. What would make you say such a thing? Everything about you. <laughs> um, the giant calculator you're typing on right now. Yeah. As you talk. <laughs> calculator. Watch. Um, <laughs> I can't believe you, you exposed me for that. <laughs> well, you Eric, went to MIT, right? I did. Eric paints yeah. pictures with they words. Issue, they issue those when you enter MIT. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were wondering, of all the stats that you parse through on a daily basis for all this DLC, like, what do you consider the most important? Like, just like straight up most sales. sales. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we have to find a way to pick the music and deliver music that people want to buy. Otherwise, we'd be out of business, and I don't think anybody wants that. Um, so, of course, we look at sales. I mean, I think um, we spend a lot of time looking at how many people are playing our game week by week, month by month, and what they're playing, because um, that's instructive as well. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I mentioned this in, in the Game Informer article, but, you know, it's this, it, despite all the, 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 some of the bad news that, that we saw with the band genre through the end of the year, it's like we, we still see a ton of people playing our game, uh, thanks to John Drake, I can now see lots of people tweeting about our game. Yeah. Boom! I yeah. turned Chris on a tweet deck, and immediately his mind started leaking out of <laughs> I got, his ear. I got I got ten years younger, right? Like in that moment. Um, it was weird, actually. So, uh, so he, he, he reversed Dick Clark. <laughs> uh, it's I uh, like Indiana Jones, but it yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, we still look at how many people are playing the game, and it's like, like I said, we there's still north of a million unique people playing every month, and which is crazy. That's crazy, and. And, it, and, like, it's not the same million people either, sure. which we can see. So there's, like, a certain amount of churn. As I pointed out, I mean, the, the play pattern at this point, I suspect for Rock Band 3, unlike a lot of games, it will continue this way, which is you can play it for, you know, a, a weekend for, you know, two days straight because it's super fun, put it down, go play some other games, and then, you know, a month later or whatever, right. pick it back up again with some friends and keep playing and get some new music. Because it's not the kind of game, you know, like I've played certain games, like, a, you know, like Red Dead Redemption I was into for a while, where I just got, like, sucked into it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's really the only game I played for probably a month because yeah. it kind of requires a certain kind of focus to stick with the narrative and all that. But, yeah. um, you know, Rock Band 3 is not necessarily like that. You know, you can hop in, quick play, pick up a new pack, and and do that and then and so because of that i you know we see these people who just keep playing it you know even even though um you know maybe maybe uh people want to write the genre off i mean yeah i, I we're just not we're just not seeing it they can write it off if they want this genre still going pretty strong but i think so, that's totally like that's totally important for those people to realize because yeah. like if i think of i can remember a couple games that came out the same week as us um i think force unleashed 2 and fable 3 and if you think no, this is nothing against them. It's just like they're a different type of game. Like, sure. You, you can't imagine that a million unique people are playing those still every month now, no. six months 
And I, and I mean, certainly the way that most video games work is what they sort of the, the intensive bell curve that Chris is talking about, where like they come out and they climb and climb and climb for two or three weeks as people sort of yeah. buy it or they get their stuff delivered. And then there's a pretty deep, sh- a pretty steep shelf drop off of like when people finish the game. Yep. And then there's a multi, if there's a really strong multiplayer component, it, it sort of falls to a certain floor. And if there's not, it falls to an even lower floor. Yeah. And then there's like a sort of sustained, like this many thousand people are playing your game at once. And then there's games like, I mean, you could argue that like Halo and Modern Warfare are both good examples of games that, like, despite like yeah. I played the single player campaign for for the new uh, Call of Duty game for Black Ops in like a day and a half. I just yeah. played Portal Two for you know for two straight days and finished like the shorter campaigns. But the, the, those games are actually designed to be straight like multiplayer experiences where they are pretty consistent. Right. Our game's sort of in between where it's like you can do a whole like plow through a Rock Band three in a weekend and play like accomplish a lot of the goals and a lot of the achievements, but it's really not meant to be a linear game you play once. It's meant to be like an evergreen return to this platform thing where, you know, we don't expect people to play Rock Band 3, 4, right. 7 hours straight and yeah. then, like, black out. We expect them to, like, yeah. play for an hour or two with their friends on a weekend or play, you know, play themselves as they're learning pro guitar for an hour or two and then play yeah. Portal 2 or play, you know, whatever XBLA game came out that month. But I think that's super exciting to see that you have that actual, like, you can put a number on it because I know for months, like, our job has been combating... The idea that like everything this is dead misconception. This genre is dead. Incorrect. It's over. It was a fad. It's <laughs> lies. Over. Well, yeah. I mean, I, 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 we still see lots of people buying DLC, playing the game, and uh, you know, like just last night, I, I, I just got the new, the new uh, fish tracks. Yep. And served up a, a two-song fish battle to some friends who hadn't played in a while and served were like up totally some fish. Totally, exactly. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> So thank you. Now I'm um, hungry. And so some some friends of mine who had, hadn't played in you know in a, in a few weeks or a few months depending on the person were like oh you know totally psyched hopped on picked up two fish tracks and we're like doing battle with those things on guitar which if you haven't done them yet it's hard. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> There's a, a lot of uh, upside room for improvement on my part. <laughs> well, it's like you may jump in the week that we put out Ozzy because you love metal. You may come back when you play Gaga because your friends love to sing yep. you know pop tracks like. It's it's not we don't expect you to be playing exactly the same amount every week for the rest of time. It's like it's yeah. an ebb and flow thing, but the genre's not going anywhere. So we finally convinced Aaron that the genre's not going anywhere, and now yeah. we're setting up to convince the rest of the world, yeah. who yeah. are clearly already on I our was, side. I was a hard sell for a while. <laughs> um, no, well, I mean, one of the things that that we have to remind the community of every once in a while, like people are obviously like super invested in the bands that they love and the genres that they love and the decades they love, yeah. and it sometimes gets really easy to to blow content off if like. If you're not into modern pop or 80s metal uh, or 90s uh, alternative stuff, which is kind of like we had some of that uh, recently. Like, which a person on Twitter today rolled all of that into oldies. Yeah, old people music. Oldies. Um, like we have to Still remind people that. sometimes that it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Like there's going to be persistent content and like you just have to keep posting and like keep checking in and you're going to find <coughs> a band that you love from a genre you love. Like that stuff's going to keep popping up. Like it may not all happen in one week week or in one month, but it's going to keep coming. And that lends itself to another uh, newsmaker, newsmaking statement that you made in this, uh, this week. That's what um, I do. So everything we're, th- that we're talking about, it makes a lot more sense to see this as like a digital music platform. And right. it makes more sense to, to lean towards the digital rather than like the physical media of like well, putting out new games. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, look, we... We, we put out Rock Band 3 at 83 songs on the disc, and, you know, I think any one of us could look at that disc and go, well, you know, I really love some of the tracks, like some of the others. I don't know a few of them, actually, and there's a few I'd, you know, try to avoid, just because, you know, we all have diverse tastes. Um, 
it's kind of hard, like with it with a retail disc release with whatever, whether it's a track pack or a, a full game with eighty songs. It's like you, it's, you just can't make everybody happy, you know. And you get like w- w- the the more most efficient way to give people the music they want is through the, through the DLC. And so, um, you know, our focus is, you know, our focus has been for a long time. And, you know, now with Rock Band 3, which I think is, is really, of all the games we've done, the best set up to allow people to kind of manage large libraries and create all the playlists and, and, and set up like filters and all these things to really have like a lot of songs. And I think, you know, I think I'm somewhere, <laughs> I'm somewhere north of 700 at this point. So I know how important that is, whereas Rock Band 2 was, was not as good for that at all. It got kind of burdensome. But so we're... We're continuing to serve up music, and we see that as the most efficient way with Rock Band 3 to, um, to give people the music they want and, you know, ignore the stuff they don't want and really customize their experience. So, you know, I, the newsmaker I think you're referring to is that, you know, we're, we're sort of confirmed, we're, you know, we're not going to do Rock Band 4 this year. And I, you know, even just as putting, my, putting myself out of harmonics and just putting myself as a Rock Band fan and user and player, um, when I got, when I finally, you know, unwrapped Rock Band 3 and started playing it, you know, just, it, I, I didn't want to see Rock Band 4 in 2011 because it's like, it's a huge game. You know, there's five, instrument, five instruments, uh, criti- uh, Metacritic, what was our Metacritic? It's our highest rated game. Yeah. Highest rated music game of all time. Yeah, of all time. yeah so, um, so Metacritic 93, uh, massive game with all these instruments. You know, I still haven't even made much headway on the keyboard. I started getting into it, but like I still have to do that. I'm like still trying to figure out how to play pro drums. Um, <laughs> and that's, so there's like all this stuff I want to do with it. And I'm like, if you come out with Rock Band 4, for just putting myself in the, in the, in the player seat for a second, it's like, I don't, you know, I, I get a lot to, a lot of ground to cover here. And so. You know, we're going to keep pumping out music for Rock Band 3, letting people explore the full range of uh, instruments and, and goals to be achieved and uh, messing around with battles and other ways to interact with other people um, playing the game. And, and I think we're continuing to work on Rock Band as a franchise, uh, coming up with new ideas and innovating and, and developing game concepts to bring the, to bring the, genre, the genre, or sorry, the franchise forward, but, and the genre, I guess, but uh, just won't happen this fall. Yeah. And uh, and and that decision to to kind of like head more in a in a digital or a DLC driven uh, direction, like that's not a decision that we made in a bubble. Like you you talked a little bit about um, lifetime sales totals or lifetime download totals, uh, and like it seems seems to reflect like a huge interest in the community in in that DLC driven platform as well. Yeah, well, we just you know the other thing I mentioned is we just surpassed the 100 million song threshold for Ooh. Rock Band. 100 million. 100 million is a lot of songs downloaded, yeah. Uh, What did I say? No, no, you said... Not in the catalog. catalog. (laughs) Oh, no, we don't have 100 million songs in the catalog. Not yet. Stay tuned. We're getting there. 200 years. We're at 2,700 plus and going strong. We'll get there eventually. On pace. So 100 million songs downloaded since, I guess it was November 2007. Mm-hmm. When we released the first 15 tracks with Rock Band One launch, so uh, that's kind of a big milestone, and you know, it's it's uh, the the rate of purchase continues to go strong, and the reason we keep putting out music is because people keep buying it, and so you know, knock on wood, we'll keep doing it until until uh, the well runs dry. Yeah, I think it's important to point out, like, May isn't just a fluke of, like, good content. Like, you already have a schedule going ahead, many, many months of great stuff. Dude, yeah, Loverboy. 
Loverboy just, just came, came out. out. God, how good Man. is that? Uh, Absolute game changer. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll be sitting at my desk and I'll just send Chris an email with like the name of an 80s song that I want in rock band. And then he puts it on his priority list and it's great. Puts it on his priority <laughs> list. Right. That's what he tells me. That's number, totally not how this works. <laughs> number one stat that he looks at is sales. Number two is I am from Eric. Yeah. 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 So th- you're welcome, everybody. Yeah. Not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I did hear that our, our Metacritic score went up one when Loverboy's Everybody's Working for yep, the Yep, that's how that works. Because Metacritic is about science and math yes. and not at all about random editorial changes. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being serious. Cool. No, it didn't go up. <laughs> no, it didn't. But Metacritic is hilarious. Because I believe, all, I believe all reporters everywhere resubmitted <laughs> their, their ratings of Rock Band 3 six months after release. Um, so, yeah, but to answer your question, we have... We have. Uh, Good luck with that. We, what was the question again? I'll answer it. I was just it. pointing out that May isn't just a fluke of good content. No, no. I mean, we have a whole pipeline of stuff that we're queuing up, and and uh, you know, I think it's reasonable for us to expect. We'll, you know, we've got stuff queued up at least through the end of this year, and um, I think you can count on seeing DLC uh, for the remainder of 2011, and then we'll start refilling the pipeline as we head into the end of this year, and you know. Keep those requests coming. Keep. Can I ask you a question that was not asked by Game Informer that I know people ask all the time, even though they know the answer to? Sure. <laughs> Fire away. Are we going to see more Beatles DLC? Are we going to see more Beatles DLC? Uh, I can't uh, say one or the other. I think we'd love to. Yeah. I think so with a lot of artists. I mean, I made this point in um, the interview. We, you know, we don't just kind of like sit around and listen to music and pick it and go, hey, yeah, let's, uh, let's sew this up and we put it into our, like, DLC, Jukebox. you know, flux <laughs> capacitor, and then it's, like, <laughs> uploads to the platform. I, I mean, you know, a big part of what we do as, at Harmonix is, you know, we have relationships with the major record labels and artists and, and are always in discussions about, you know, when, does it, when would it make sense to, to put music onto our platform and, and uh, how does that tie in with everything else that's going on from a kind of an artist and repertoire perspective? Uh, with the Beatles, I mean, the only thing I can confirm is that, is that you know, I personally would love to find a way to get more Beatles DLC. I would also, you know, I'd love to find a way to get the Beatles um, playable in Rock Band 3. But, you know, that's that's just something that, you know, we can't say it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, one thing that we can say is that, you know, our relationship with the guys at Apple and the the you know original members and the other stakeholders is that like that remains strong it didn't go away with MTV we know those people and you know we still have a good solid relationship with them and if an opportunity comes up down the road we're gonna jump at it like everyone wants it yeah. we want it yeah absolutely if we, if we can do it we're gonna try to do it the door is yeah. never shut yeah. and so yeah. we haven't you know we actually we still sell a lot of Beatles DLC I mean yeah. when we talk about 100 million songs downloaded like the Beatles were Number one. You know, number one. And, and pe- to this day, there's still a lot of people playing that game. I think it actually, the Beatles game um, sold pretty well at retail this Christmas, a year yep. after it launched. And so there's a lot of people uh, that... He was just yawning. I'm just yawning. <laughs> that was not a commentary. I just am tired. <laughs> Bored with all That's this actually really cool to hear. I was wondering that. So we're still selling... Yeah. We're still selling... <laughs> I'm, I'm putting myself to sleep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, th- I think one of the one of the really interesting words that that Drake you used and and Chris used as well as relationship. Like, even looking at at May as kind of a microcosm. Like, 
Foo Fighters is like they're a band that we've had a longstanding relationship with, and and Dave Grohl like has been awesome to work with. Like he's done events with us, and um and like he's been like from what I've heard hugely helpful, and like some of the like handsome handsome, like some of the Nirvana content that that we've acquired. Like um, Lady Gaga is an artist that we've worked with before. Ozzy, we've had some Sabbath stuff, we've had some Ozzy solo stuff, like. A lot of the stuff, like, uh, kind of along the same lines as, like, a marathon, not a sprint. Like, these are, like, long-term relationships. And, you know, as in real-life relationships, you don't always get to make out whenever you want to. Uh, (laughs) Sorry to break it to you, Drake. (laughs) Don't don't know what you're talking about. Uh, (laughs) So, no, sometimes, like, there's a little bit of hand-holding. There's a long courting period. And also, well, to put to your point, like, there's discs... There's DLC, yep. there's Dance Central. I mean, there's like, you know, yep. for some of these labels, we're talking there's, about people who yeah, have like a ton of artists. Management and, relationship. Right, and so it's like, yep. you know, we're talking about syncing for Dance Central DLC or for the Dance Central discs, you know yeah, you I mean? you gotta like, ask, ask a girl's parents. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Sticking like, with the analogy. No, it works. We're not letting go. It Riding something in the ground. It is an apt analogy. <laughs> well. Yeah. Well. <laughs> huh. Okay. Uh, anyway. It's safe well. to say that there is no band that, that we consider uh, off the table, right? Forever, well, off the table forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, n- no, I mean it's like it's, nothing. It's no, a con- yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's there's bands that have come out recently that you know weren't interested in being in rock band for a while, and then suddenly they were, and so you know, we always go back and ask if there's a band that you know. Obviously, there's a lot of people that are requesting certain bands on a regular basis and wondering yeah. why they're not in rock band. Well, yeah, it's not entirely up to us. Um, right. You know, I think if if there's anyone that you know, everyone, you know, thinks would be an obvious choice for rock band, uh, we've probably thought of it, we've probably inquired, and <laughs> uh, and you know, it's it maybe it's coming. And the answer might not be yes or no. The answer might be not now, but let's keep talking. Right. Which I think is what right. Aaron's point is: is yep, like yeah. people go, "Why haven't you done it? Like, why won't you tell us why they won't <laughs> let you do it?" It's like, well, maybe they haven't said they won't let us do it. It's just like we can't do it until. Six months from now, or a year from now, well, or the next game, or what? You know, whatever. The like, number of emails down. that we get from people who are like, "A <laughs> uh, little band called Led Zeppelin. Ever heard of them? No. <laughs> like, What's wrong with you guys? You've never heard of Pink Floyd? You're no. stupid." Yeah. But I, I did Google Led Zeppelin. I figured yeah. out okay, who they well, were. Yeah, I googled Good first it. step. Well, and then beyond that, it's like, what's with all these crappy old bands? Why don't you have more of all of my favorite bands that are all on tour together, which I've never heard of? It's like, because those bands might suck, dude, and also they might not be important. I didn't know it was make fun of our customers' hour. <laughs> Not our customer base as a whole, but some of the jerks who email us, and they deserve it. Not just one hour with John Drake. It is <laughs> all the time. No, Ongoing. It's so it reminds me of like one of my favorite movies is High Fidelity. You guys probably nice. seen that. And it's like, I... I <laughs> what? I think that's a good choice. <laughs> and, and so it reminds me of like, the, you know, the, the, like Jack Black's character, right? They're just like so passionate and angry about music at the same time and decisive it's just you know i mean i love that stuff you know i mean just people want to get on the forums and yeah like yell and whatever that's i love it and when you're having a debate and a discussion it's totally valid to have really polarized ideas about what is good and not good when you're asking someone to do something for you or to provide you the information uh some sort of like tact and polite request would be a better way than going you guys are jerks and that's why you haven't got my song so get my song it's like (laughs) we don't work for you it's not but we we might bring we might bring dlc to the platform that you want if we get more death threats yeah (laughs) pitchforks and flames (laughs) (laughs) that that would work yeah that would work 
Someone's sending you a mystery package right now, well, right? Yeah, I got a mystery we'll, package tweet today. We'll, we'll, we'll throw licensing caution to the wind and just put it out there. And <laughs> see what happens. So down. we'll put out the song, and then we'll tell the rights holders they can come to you for royalty checks when <laughs> they turn out that we didn't actually have the rights to put out those songs. Good luck, users. Well, see, uh, see, we got a death threat, so we just went ahead with it anyway. That's how that works. <laughs> I hope uh, you don't mind. It was a goof. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up, I, not related to all this DLC stuff, one of my favorite things about Chris Rigopoulos is how much he trash talks his brother Alex Rigopoulos. Oh, really? <laughs> you guys have a famous rivalry. What we Sometimes do? Sometimes a, a famous. Sort of confusing rivalry. Confusingly famous. Okay. We um we do. Yes. Oh okay. Uh, well, Maybe they don't know that they talk behind each other's backs, but but you're actually like well, destroying their conception. I've right actually only ever heard it from Chris's right. side. It's okay. <laughs> well, you know what? What if Alex reciprocates? I'm pretty sure he's not going to listen to this podcast. So let's <laughs> right. just get into oh, it. Well, like, feel good about probably, our job. Thanks for that. Chris. Probably not 45 minutes deep. <laughs> like no. I, I would assume it's it in the intro. Sometime between he, when you start he, talking he, and now, he'll give I, it he's up. Gonna I think. Yeah. I think when we get back, we just need to get the executive summary kind of put together. <laughs> yeah, just leave this part off. Um, yeah. But like you regularly challenge him in. You've done weight loss competitions, despite both of you being very thin people. Whatever it takes. Weight loss competitions. <laughs> Whatever it takes to kill your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you challenged him in rock band a lot. I did, and I, I roundly defeated him in rock band, for <laughs> anyone who's listening. We, we, had, a, uh, we had a contest uh, in yeah. rock band three, first, first one to 100 million total points. Wow. Yeah. So I smacked him down on that pretty good. I think I'm sitting at about 118 right now. You know, last time and I beat Alex in public, you fired me, right? Uh, <laughs> be careful with that. Uh, well, you know, I'll take my chances. Yeah, well, and, and you waited until he was on the road, right? Yeah. Actually, <laughs> the way it happened, he, he had pulled ahead. He was at about 85 million, and I was stuck somewhere in the 60s. And then I just took a weekend, and it was just... Crushed it. I didn't sleep. And uh, I sent him a photo of me at like 99,993,000, whatever, um, standing next to my screen. And he, he, it, he got it on his iPhone when he landed at Logan Airport. I think he was out in Vegas for uh, Dice. And he was just like, can we swear in these, by the way? Yeah, uh, yeah can just you bleep, bleep it out. Wait, can you bleep it? Yeah, yeah he was right like... Down yeah. a marker. <laughs> he, was, he was like, you... F- <laughs> I'm glad you asked for that. I thought it was gonna be a long time. Right? Just, just a pump. Just make a bleep go for like just two minutes. Bleep. I don't know. Is this? Is the ESRB on this? Wait, no. It does. Uh, don't even can. mention. Don't. don't. It gets complicated. Okay, don't open that. that can. So of yeah. So I won that one, but um, you know. Sure. Like your weight loss competition, I thought it was hilarious. We were at the field one day, and uh, I asked about it, and Alex is like, "Yeah," and you're like, "Yeah, he's a fat." F- <laughs> <laughs> no. So 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 yeah. It's like oh, yeah, that, drink up, you fat. <laughs> that wasn't really. <laughs> so you're I was opening the floodgates. Yeah. Of, uh, no, I just want Nick to do a lot no, of bleeping. No, no, no. So we were hanging out, and uh, <laughs> he was, yeah. So that's I kind of said that to him Amazing. to his face, and he, I, he's, I said, he's, you're never going to lose weight unless we have a competition. So I said, let's have a competition. Or because it's inhumanly possible for him to lose <laughs> yeah, weight because he weighs a, like so, five pounds. So, so we had this. I'm doing air quotes. We had this competition <laughs> during which I continued to eat hamburgers and drink beer. He went on like a juice diet. <laughs> I, I didn't realize then, you didn't do your side of it. No, I mean, I didn't. I was like, okay, you, you won. Uh, <laughs> another air quote. You won. Good. You won, you. as you said, him in his hospital bed <laughs> yeah. to an IV. Congratulations. Oh, my well, God. And this is why we're not going to ship on time. That's well, I so think it's, it's worth noting, like, Pope, you are not entirely innocent in this whole affair. Well, like, you bait you, everyone. I did, help. I did help your cause. 
at every possible opportunity, um, our uh, our desk used to be immediately uh, our community pit used to be immediately across from the bathrooms. Yeah. Um, the executive washroom. The executive washroom. Uh, and as Alex would walk in, you would lean down behind your computer and go, <laughs> <laughs> trying to give, I called him Lardo. Trying to bit. give our beloved yeah. CEO. A terrible case of body dysphoria. I wish yeah. that everyone could be yeah. in the director's meetings with me where I have to defend Pope's job <laughs> on a weekly basis because he is just the worst. If anyone else could host the podcast, he wouldn't work here anymore. But I mean, keeping me in business. <laughs> Trying to uh, spread the word about the podcast, folks. Keep Pope here. Yeah. It's true, though. It's Sex fun. It's fun because he's such a nice, soft spoken <laughs> person to just like tear him down. I don't know about that. <laughs> tear him down. Take him down. He takes all the DLC uh, insults that we get personally, though. He does, he carries it deep. And that's some, you know, he puts on weight when he, he, oh, he carries he all that. All like three and a half pounds. Yeah. Bring him to a rousing one. He carries it with him. It, it's someone it's Google Alex or Gopal start after you listen to this podcast. Yeah. Dude is not a not a fat dude. Lean no. and handsome. He had a fat ponytail once though. Oh man, man, haircuts. Let's grow that back. So out. we both did. You, you did too. Yeah. Oh no! Back, if actually back in the, uh, the that was the a competition. Back in the, I think back in like nineteen ninety. Think back to nineteen ninety. Seven, mm-hmm. like everybody at Harmonics had a ponytail. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. It's the only way you got fundraising during the dot com boom. It's like your valuation was a was a was a function of the number of people who had ponytails in your company. I was, <laughs> I was in eighth grade. Seven ponytails. Okay. Seventy million. <laughs> <laughs> we're in we're in. You can grow hair, you can make it. Yeah, that's great. Wow. That's should bring that back. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. You're bringing bringing our quota down, Pope. There are I pictures. Know. I will be no help. today. <laughs> Yep. Well, great. This is where I went. Where I wanted it to go. So, um, Chris, thank you very much for your time. Uh, John and Aaron, I thank you as well. Less. Oh, also. thanks. <clears throat> so, thanks, um, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back in two weeks. Yo, listen up. Here's the story about a little guy that lives in a blue world, and all day and all night, and everything he sees is just blue, like him. Inside and outside Blew his house with a blue little window And a blue Corvette And everything is blue for him And himself and everybody around Cause he ain't got nobody to listen I'm blue, I've been deed, I've been died, I've been deed